This is Friday, November 5th. Now, years ago, I remember being at a party where a number of strange items were placed on a table. One of the games of the evening was to guess what the items were. Now, you might think that it would be pretty easy, but I had no idea what these pieces, these items, these parts were. One, for example, was circular, and we discovered that it was a magnet that veterinarians put into the first stomach of cows. I'm not making this up. I know it's strange, but cows have four stomachs. But the magnet was put into the first stomach to catch bits of metal like barbed wire and to keep them from going further into the digestive system of the cow. Pretty ingenious. Now you get the idea as to why we were not going to identify what these items were. Now the point I want to make is that the function of something matters. What we think a thing is for will determine how we come to use it. This is true for our lives in general and for our work in particular. You see, our lives are meant to show forth the image of God, to reveal the glory and love of God to our world. Our lives are meant to be signposts, pointing people to Him. In particular, so is our work. Here is Paul once again as he's talking about work. Whatever you do, Work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters, since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. It is the Lord Christ you are serving. Now, the first thing that is helpful to get in mind is that work is good. God gave Adam work to do before the fall happened in the garden. He did this for a number of reasons. First, since God made Adam in his image, and since God works, Adam would also do productive and creative work. Again, his actions point us. These actions point people to God. Now, this means that work is not evil. And though the addition of toil given to work at the fall made it a curse, work in itself is a gift of God. How can we see this? Well, second, God bestows dignity on work. Work is noble and gives dignity to us as human beings. We feel the joy of accomplishment. We can develop competencies that are rewarding. Whether you develop the ability to repair a car, cook a meal, perform brain surgery, these are ways God gives us dignity and meaning in our world. They're not the end-all, be-all, but this is a gift of God. God wants us to take joy in our labor. But notice the additional teaching Paul provides here. We are also to work as unto the Lord, not for human supervisors. Yes, all of our work is to be seen for God. This is why we only get, not only give our hands to our work, we do so, at whole, do so wholeheartedly. Of course, your supervisor, if you have one, is watching. But think of what happens to our work when it is being offered to the Lord. Surely Adam saw this in the garden since the Lord made the garden and placed him there and asked him to work it. And this is how we are to see our work. The Lord made it. He placed you there. He provided you a calling. And so, of course, it's to be for him and his glory. 
Now, our temptation may be to do the minimum, to do will satisfy our supervisor or company that we're working for. But we know that we were we are ultimately serving God in everything we do. Paul adds to that, that our ultimate reward is not the salary we draw, the number recorded on our pay stub. It's the inheritance we have with God and our future in his kingdom. Now this is work in the name of Jesus. Imagine how revolutionary this could be. This would enable us to see our work not as a necessary evil that we wish were not necessary, but a divine appointment where we encounter God in each day of our work. I remember years ago reading a little volume entitled Practicing the Presence of God. It was written by a man simply referred to as Brother Lawrence. He wrote this title in the 1600s, and having been a man of war as a young man, God rescued him and brought him into monastic life. His major work in the monastery was repairing sandals and cooking for the brothers. He so attuned his heart to God in his work that he began to see everything he was doing as in the presence of God and for the glory of God. At one point he said, I turn my little omelet for the glory of God. Even the smallest task was turned into occasion and occasion for worship. Isn't that beautiful? Brother Lawrence wrote that all work is precious to God, whether cooking or mending or changing the diaper of a baby. The work of the common laborer is as value to God as the service of a priest or pastor. Because in that work, the world God created and loves is taken care of. And we have the opportunity to share fellowship with the God who is always working. Let's pray together. Lord God, why do we take your gift, good gifts and make them evil? Show us once again the goodness of work. Show us that the smallest task can be done in your name and for your glory. We pray for those that lack work, Lord. Provide for them a calling and a place where they can learn the dignity of serving. Provide for them what they need for life. For we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen.